Morning Rising podcast. Appreciate you guys joining us on a Thursday, a Thursday before match day. We are almost there. Two more sleeps. Western Conference final match day. Let's go. Western Conference time. final Ooh. match day. Oh man, oh man. I can already see the chat being very active and incredibly sympathetic to us. Damon says, Max will be late to his off. own wedding and still won't buy beers. Um, One of those two things may be true. <laughs> Find out to see which one it is. Guess, well actually that's assuming uh, that's assuming Samantha who's not in the chat. I uh, probably would have to say yes at some point. Sam, but, hey, please uh, top in the chat and tell thing. us more oh, about oh, oh gosh, no. We're all, oh my gosh, sorry I'm a little dizzy there. Oh man, we're shaking things up. Hey, oh, see what I did there. Like that one, but uh, yeah, everyone uh, seeing us. I mean, Max was late. I see. No, nope, we blame Owen for usual. Um, let's see. Let's see. Devin All, why is this podcast late? Listen, we got to keep you guys waiting. We understand there's a lot of anticipation. Saturday's a big match. It wouldn't be right of us to start on time. We wouldn't do that. I got to keep you guys intrigued. Keep you guys interested just a little bit. Seeing Fat Kid uh, with the comment... Reasons on you to make sure Max doesn't make any bets or predictions on Rising's next game. Because, well, you know what happened. Hashtag Max out. I don't know what we're talking about here. I don't think there's any correlation. Well, you- rumor has it that you 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 bet on the D-backs to win, which is clearly a mistake. Because when you bet on them to win, they don't win. No, I bet on. I, I lose when I bet on soccer. There's no, difference. you lose in general, Max. Oh, I actually have quite a winning I, record overall. I say this with the greatest respect that I can possibly show you. You are a loser, my friend. <laughs> what the hell is okay. that? Mean? There's zero, there is zero respect in that comment. You also stood in the spot. You stood that was, in the no, spot. That was a lie. That was a lie. That was, that was a lie. lie. That was a lie. Max Who? is buying beers on the train Saturday morning. Eh, catch me in a good Max mood. Max buying beers I'll on the train. Beer. How about that? Uh, who was it who said that you stood in the spot yesterday? So yeah, Saul said. That was Saul. Saul, 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 Saul. says a lot of stuff. Saul said that you stood in the spot. Saul Bookman, you put this the on record, spot. is a lie. Who, who put a dislike button? Are you kidding me? This is unbelievable. The chat That's does you. not like It's because it. of you, Max. This you chat does ruining not like it. It's got to be Saul. It's got it. no, no, no. Saul, if, if, you know, if it was Saul, he'd be in here right now and, and stirring up stuff. We all know that to be true. But uh, hey. I mean, you can go get him if you want, Reese. He's just probably out there. You won't. No, he won't. Yeah, he won't do. Stalacky doesn't do nothing. But hey, uh, appreciate it. We got a good Ooh. show for you guys. Ripping on the Stalacky today as well. Not anything. Listen, we're trying to rip some shots here. We're talking about Phoenix Rising ripping some shots on Sacramento Republic, right? That's the name of the game here. Um, you know, it's interesting, right? Uh, Rising played very two matches this season against Sacramento Republic. One, you know... Not bad, right? Rising got a nice uh, 2-1 victory at home. Everything was all good, all good. Yeah, but then they had that other one. Um, oh, the other one, yeah. Yeah, no, maybe it's a bit of a shellacking, some might uh, say. A little bit of a 4-0 drubbing, I some mean, might say. it was... It was terrible was <laughs> beautiful you know what though i look at this and it lines the goals up perfectly on here and they're pretty well spaced out but uh rising did concede four goals in the first half of that game um keko with one cicerone with one lewis with one gear with one what a delightful utter nightmare that game was from phoenix rising's perspective yeah. and again this is a while yeah. ago right a while ago um, no, 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 no. J- James, James, it's okay. Don't worry. We, we care about the coyotes as well. We wouldn't subject them to match. Thank you, but- Bananas Bloober, by the way, as well. Owen placed a bet on the D backs to win the whole damn thing. Huh? It was a bonus bet. 
Oh, I'm sorry. You're still bad and lost, but we're not talking about that. We're not talking about how you were at Chase Field. It's always Max, Max, Max losing bets, but not Max you. Max, Max loses bets. I tend to do better than he does. Here we go. Um, but as we, as we look like right, look back to um to that game back in July, right? And there's a much different Phoenix Rising team in some ways. It was Kev Lambert's last ever game with yeah. this with this team. Um, it was. <laughs> People going off in the chat. About- We're not hating any of the other Valley sports teams. We all love everyone. The Suns, the Cardinals, the Coyotes. A lot of good storylines. Not we too don't some. Hate. Um, hate. But anyway, we move on. Um, Damon's not here for that one, so it's okay. Um, but as, as we look to to that game back in July, you will get there eventually. Um, you look at what happened in that match, and you look at how just again Rising ultimately uh, did manage to. They got ten shots off, right? Only two on target. Yeah. Unfortunately, that, that that kind of subbed it up, yeah. right? Um, compare that to Sacramento, who took twelve shots and uh, nine on target. I mean, that tells you a lot about what happened in that game, right? Oh, and so. and Sacramento managed to batter Rising in many ways, despite having a half of the final third entries that rising had in that yep. game that tells you again something about the fact that look when you when you get the ball into the final third it doesn't really matter if you're not going to look to actually do something with it and in, in this case i think rising at that point were a little bit less uh focused at times in what they did i mean look we, we've got a whole load of stuff we're gonna have some some videos to kind of break some down and, and some of the talk about what's happened with that since that last meeting. But again, you look at it overall, it was a poor performance, right? Um, yeah. It was one that Mo Traore, as he was speaking to us today, said it was a bit of a slap in the face. Oh, yeah. In a lot of ways, That'll that game. Um, Rising went there hoping, again, they had they had a game against uh, Monterey Bay coming up on the weekend after yep. it. And, and yes, they went there. They got the result there. But, but you've hoped they wouldn't have gone in there having gotten battered in the way that they did. Um, yeah. I, I mean, it's, it's interesting, right? Because I, I think we saw Danny Trejo in a bit of a different role in that game. There was, there was a bit of really just some different stuff going on there. I think what we saw out there, you look at the lineup that he put out and it was Manuel Arteaga leading the line. You had Panos and Fede out there yeah. and you had Danny Trejo as well. Oh, yeah. I'm trying to work out how you're going to get those people there working together, how you're going to put that all together in a way that's going to to work in terms of finding out who's in the right spots. That, that's a difficult one, right? And we, we've seen that multiple times. You get the multiple attacking players oh. out there and trying to work out quite how you're going to piece it together is a challenge. And again, I mean, looking at that one, Varela and Arteaga practically on top of each it's other. A good, you it's have a good Trejo point. and Amanakas out wide, yes, mm-hmm. but Manjoma um, really narrow. I mean, Rising not having a great deal on the right hand side in that game when you look at the average positioning. Kurtzen in there, um, to Mikey's point, there was no Iceman Stenberg then. No, no mm-hmm. Stenberg at that mm-hmm. time. That's mm-hmm. completely correct. Um, you also have Traore playing as a as a wing back, right? And I think Stenberg really a very good signing, as Fat Kid's very saying awesome. there in the chat. Stenberg has really changed things around, to be honest, since yeah, he's coming. He's, he's a really yeah. good presence in the back. And someone who's also capable now, of course. That uh Darish Formella, talking about Derek there, he he was present at the game. He wasn't in the match day this squad. That's true. But he was there. He was watching along from the uh from the touchline. He was watching in the stand. True. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's you know, I think if you actually if you really look at that match against Sacramento. I don't think it's hyperbole to say that 
it was really an inflection point for the season. It's, dare I even say, a bit of a, a turning point in some ways, right? I mean, listen, it's not like they started the entirety of their streak after that point, the unbeaten run, but it is something where after that match where Rising really offered very little threat moving forward, where very much they were just at bay for f- all four of those goals that Sacramento scored were in the first half, right? Like they were under siege the entire match. They were out before they even really had a chance. That was really the last time we saw quite, you know, such a shaky rising defense, first off, where they're just leaking in goals, where they really weren't able to, like, keep pace with a lot of these, you know, attackers in the USL, right? Again, credit John Stenberg, credit uh, Motrar, like, guys coming on who were able to get the job done down the stretch of the season. But the other part of this was really after that game, we saw rising able to work in a bit of those vertical passes, right? Whether it is being able to stretch it through Panos Armanakas playing balls into, uh, I think, Manuel Arteaga, I think Danny Trejo, a lot of those runs. It was less of this side-to-side that we had seen up to that point and really moving forward up until, I would say, really the last half of that unbeaten run. We really saw this team from that sack game on have a bit more dynamism in their attacking play. And it was it really was a slap to the face. If that's what woke them up, Woke them up. Well, let's actually have a listen now to uh, one thing that Wangero was telling us about earlier today when he was saying about kind of the, the differences and what, the, what they came out of that meeting uh, against Sacramento with. I think that was a turning point of our season. If you ask me, yes, I was, I was very upset after the game, but so were the players. So was the staff. Um, many people, when they, they have asked me that this question a lot this week, and, and also they, they have asked me, what was the turning point of the season? And and I promise you, every time I say what the turning point was or, or it is, people look at me weird. They're expecting me to say it was a 6-0 at home versus Memphis or the 5-0 versus El Paso or Detroit. The turning point for us in the season was losing to Sacramento 4-0 away. Um, how do you bounce back from adversity? How you fight back? How do you push forward when things are not going well? is what dictates how far do you make it on anything, not just pro sports, but also life. And how I saw the players in the locker room after the game, how I saw the players on breakfast the next day before we headed to Monterey, that to me was a turning point this year, is, is how, how much these players could absorb adversity, how committed they were and how upset they were after the, the performance that we had put that led to a very bad result. And I'm gonna say something that I've been saying now the last three weeks, and I truly mean this. If there was a place besides playing at home that you would have asked me, you're going to play a final versus a rival in the West, I would have said to you, we want to go back to Sacramento and play the final in Sacramento. Oh, man. That's, run, that's running through the brick wall material right there, man. No, it's, uh, I mean, listen, Juan Guerra, head coach Juan Guerra and I on the same page. It really was, uh, right, it was a turning point, not just from like the record standpoint, but just, you know, th- this team this team had to ta- realize that if they're going to be a threat, they couldn't just hang by in pure talent alone. And yeah, you know, they, they're able to squeak by a couple matches where they're able to. But if you really want to contend on a consistent basis, you have to be able to have a system in place. You have to be able to have the movement in place, off ball, the guys in place who know what to do in order to make that happen. And I think that that game... Yeah, you can say it woke people up and all that stuff, but I think, I don't know, right? It's just like realizing that 
what you're doing, it's just not always going to work and you have to adapt. And to this team's credit, they have. Now they have a chance to get a rematch, get a little bit different result last time they go to sack. Well, now they have a chance to actually come out of it with a trophy. Yeah, they do. Um, yeah, they look, do. I think they had a degree of a revenge match in the, the, the fixture back in Phoenix, right? But this one's a bit different. Oh, way um, different. Significantly different. You're back up there That's in different. Sacramento. Um, it's going to be, I'd imagine, quite a hostile crowd, oh, yeah. right? Um, a lot of the tickets have been sold. I reckon. Uh, there's some people who have... Uh, making the trip up there there are many sure. others who are not making the trip because it's a, an expensive trip oh, sure. right we've got to be honest we, we've had to do a lot of uh get through some right digging to find a way to get you up there didn't we max i was fine i i, I booked my flight very early on he did he did he did he did he did um on an airline that we won't name because no free ads, no free ads no free but ads. an airline that means that he's got to try and stash stuff in my suitcase i won't try i won't try i will because he can't afford to take a bag on there himself <laughs> i can um, i can't it's just not economically feasible when oh, the... it's not economically feasible okay max simpson um yeah maybe you should tell that to the guy who says that rising just spend more money than anyone else in the oh world. dear gosh we'll that's go a we'll, that we'll, we'll get to that later we'll get to that one later you poking the bear on that guy oh we love poking the bear yeah we speaking do of it, speaking of though if we're going to speak about that guy though uh we talk about san antonio and the way that they went to Sacramento, shouldn't we? Trump, that makes perspective, right? Sacramento's last game. Give us a little bit more background on that team. Buddy, that's for the next segment. Is it? Yeah. Okay. Gosh darn it, stop. We're talking about Sacramento, though. You're yeah, that's for next segment. I got you. We're talk about Rising next segment. Bro. No, no, next segment See, is about both. This guy's going off script. Listen, this is, why, this is why I'm the conductor. Choo-choo, I wear the conductor hat of this show, and I, I'm running. I'm the guy in charge, guys. Everyone, uh... Okay. No, but on the real, like if we actually look real quick again at these two matches, in, these two teams in their previous matches, I know we touched on it, but even just, I think the thing that I keep on sticking out and it's really noticeable in this rising playoff run, just the clinicalness, right? It's a clinicalness in front of goal. It's a thing that they were lacking in the first game, right? Phoenix rising in that first matchup against Sacramento when they traveled to Sacramento, nine shots, two on target, six chances created. It wasn't quite there. And then second match around, seven shots, three on target, eight chances created. Listen, again, it's not like it's extra, it's less shots. It's slightly more on target, but just it's more chance created. It's more pressure. But again, it's on the other end too. Sacramento, first game, 12 shots, nine on target, 2.38 XG. Second time around, those numbers are cut dramatically even more than half. Five shots, Two on target, 0.2 XG in a goal in a game in which Sacramento scored a goal. And was that, am I misremembering? Was that not a, it wasn't a penalty, you know? Am I crazy? Am I remembering that wrong? Anyone? I don't think it was. It? Yeah. Okay. Anyway, it's uh, right, 0.2 XG, and they scored one goal in the game. Nothing. Oh, yeah, it wouldn't make sense for the penalty. But anyway, right, it was one where Phoenix Rising, they had the majority. To be fair, you might have just gotten the XG wrong again as you are prone to Anyway, they, I wasn't the one who put it. It was Dalak Reese. We blame him. It was actually probably him. Stop, put, stop blaming. It was, probably, it was probably him who put it, got it wrong. Stop blaming other people, man. Anyway, uh, Phoenix Rising. That was so long ago. Yeah, but that the chat remember That was such it. a long time ago. It was ago. only like a week ago. I don't think... Daniel, like I, I, if ago. you haven't gone by now, Owen Evans likes to just drudge up the pass because he can. Again, like, he, he, this is what this we, man we all does. We all do. We all do. Like, uh, Daniel, you've been here long enough now. Yeah. You know what we're all yeah, like. I know. I, yeah, I know. I'm just, Ma I'm just, Max just... Max just needs one friend in the studio. It was a week ago. It wasn't even that it. long ago. I'm trying to be it. Oh, we're all friends. He's got, he's got, he's got this every, is a, the, everybody in the office working against him. I will just, say while well, I'm not... I'm share a desk with this guy, so I'm I, trying to make him happy. You know, I appreciate you, and while I'm not, while I'm not defending Owen, this is weirdly how he shows his friendship, by being a prick. <laughs> <laughs> Any, 
Anyway, uh, Phoenix Rising in that first match against Sacramento, right? They dominated possession 60%. It's like, okay, like this is, again, the, the consistent realm of, hey, Phoenix Rising, dominant possession, where does it go? There we go. You, 50, think, uh, you think I'm bad? You got Albert in the chat saying, Mike's got a 39 state mandated math. What is that out of? <laughs> I'm guessing out of 100 if you don't specify. I mean, I, listen, man, I, I don't I, think Max knows what it is. I took the aims. I took the aims in high school. I, I passed. I'm fine. Um, That's a low bar, mate. Hey, don't matter. <laughs> we there, baby. We there. Um, no, but uh, Phoenix Rising in the second match. <laughs> no friends for Max. No, says not, no, not, not to non friends. Yeah, well, he clearly meant to say no friends. I don't assume what this man Taking knows. the aims. Do they not do aims anymore? No, they whoa, don't. Whoa, they whoa, don't. Whoa, hold up. Hold wait, up, Reese. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Hold up, Reese. There are two people in here that took the aims. Games and hang on, hang, oh, wait, wait, wait. Hang on a minute. Three? It's free, yeah. Okay. Wait, wait. Takes the aim, show your age. I'm not even the oldest one in the room. Also, that just shows how young of young of a lad you are. Just a wee lad. Just a wee lad style lackey. To be fair, they haven't done it for a while. He's not okay. wrong. It's been a while. This yeah. Hasn't really been a while ago. Wait, wait, no, this is not a free ad for Ames or lack thereof. No, we're not advertising <laughs> standardized tests. It doesn't exist. It does not exist. It does not exist. Right. Well, Phoenix Rising should Ames higher uh, in their upcoming matchup against Sacramento. Right. This is this is why I bully him. Okay. <laughs> this is why I bully him. Listen to this guy. <laughs> All right, thanks for joining us, guys. Uh, don't forget to hit the like button. You can't do oh. that, Daniel. He's got ads three. Oh man! Oh man! Oh man! No, it's you uh, 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 know if we if we do go back to these games, right? Uh, oh dear gosh! Stand <laughs> like he's wheezing over here. Um, no, it, how are we arguing between standardized tests? <laughs> we're gonna waste like guys. We got a whole off season. That's going to oh, come up in, in, at Owen some are, point in the next Owen, couple are, of weeks. Owen, are you an SAT man or an ACT man? <laughs> oh, dear gosh. Now, that is no free ads because you got to pay for those. You do You do have to pay for those. Uh, dear gosh. Um, you know, our Thursday shows do usually go off the rails. No, if we... Um, <laughs> yeah, Jacob's not even producing. Jacob's he usually, not even he producing. usually is the one that takes these off the rails. No, um, if we look at these last... The two matches that they played. I mean, right, the the... the Silver line, not the silver lining, the through line in here is, hey, Phoenix Rising, when they're more clinical in front of goal, when they have less possession, and when they take more of their chances, when they play a bit more of that cavalier style of football, this is where they're able, well, it's, to, it's no this where they're able to make a difference. It's no surprise, is it, when you look at Phoenix Rising and how they've gotten some of these goals, especially the ones that Danny Dreho is getting, oh, yeah. what's happening? They're finding good balls through to him. They're finding ways yes. to... You know, I'm not saying again. I've said this all season long, and I'm going to keep going on it. Right? There's direct football that is grunt ball, right? Agricultural. Okay. Okay. Farmers football is where he's going with this one. Farmers league ball. Um, but like at the end of the day, no free ads. Nice. I didn't say. But. But they, they, this, I, I'm just going to ignore the chat at this point because it's getting even worse. It's getting even worse. Um, but look, they, this direct football that is bad in the sense of who fit forward and see what happens. Oh, lump it up there. Lump it up there. Brexit ball, as some people would say. And then there is football that is direct but is targeted, that is 
thinking about how you're going to work that one forward and and when you see people ready to make the runs like Danny Trejo yeah. because if you can play that long ball forward if you can find him in those right moments oh, yeah. where he can catch a defender wrong footed he can find a way to break past him get himself one on one with the goalkeeper he doesn't miss those yeah. he doesn't miss those the chances man, the man we miss. saw it against San Diego we saw it against Orange County he does not miss those chances so as you get into that then look if you can find ways to play him in like that, yeah, you're going to have a great time in Sacramento. But the yeah. key thing is, how are they going to adapt to it? Because Mark Briggs has had a lot of success at this level, right? Yeah, He's a coach who's had success in the Open Cup, beating much better teams than Phoenix Rising are able to, to ultimately muster going into this one. Sure. As you look at it in that sense... How is he going to adapt? How is he going to adjust to make sure that they they find ways to prevent Danny Trejo from doing what Danny Trejo does? We saw the stats that the league put out earlier this week. When Danny Trejo scores, Rising get much, 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 much better results than they do when he doesn't find himself on the score sheet. By and large, if Rising are going to have success, they need to find a large amount of that through Danny Trejo. I have it on record, off the record, that you have said Danny Trejo is the most clinical finisher in the league. I think he's... Well, look, right? You pull the stat numbers from this season. You look at who has outperformed their XG, and there is only one player in the league this season that has outperformed Danny Trejo, and it's Cal Jennings, who is also a very good finisher. Of course. And played with him in Vegas. And the fact that Cal Jennings and Danny Trejo together weren't good enough to make Vegas a team that made the playoffs tells you something about Vegas lights and how bad they are. Yeah. And have been. Yeah. To and co- continue to yeah, be. Yeah. Mikey's spot on. Uh, no free ads, but Danny being sold at a uh, 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 place that sells mattresses because he's the California king. My word, that is absolutely beautiful. That's definitely my material right there. Um, yeah, man. It's uh, right. Look, it, Danny it, loves it, scoring it, in California. It, high, yeah, school, high school high record goal scorer for Ooh. California. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we love that. Good man, right? Uh, listen, you can say you can say the man's good. You can say he's peaking. And if you want to be peaking as well, check out our friends at Four Peaks. We're really doing Brewery. this. That's the transition. Our friends That's at Four Peaks. At friends at Four Peaks, they have you covered. Mr. Owen Evans drinking a nice Suns Brew. They are playing tonight. No more. Uh, you know they do sell the Rattle on Red Ale, and I highly recommend grabbing that. But hey, listen, stuff <sighs> night last night, right? Arizona Diamondbacks, thank you guys for a wonderful season. You want to check out some good content? Go check out PHNX Diamondbacks podcast. Um, right? PHNX Suns podcast doing their pregame, but of course you guys are going to go tune in them because you're tuning in us, right? But you can watch them back, all that stuff. Four Peaks, they're making a delicious Suns brew. They make one for the Cardinals, the Redbird Lager, everything like that. They're supporting our Valley sports teams, absolutely. If you want to get your hands on a Four Peaks beverage of your choice, Visit fourpeaks.com slash locator to find one near you. Of course, check them out at Four Peaks Pub and at Four Peaks Brew to keep up with all the latest and greatest going on in Arizona's hometown brewery. Of course, you must be 21 years or older to enjoy responsibly and uh, something else that I highly recommend. Um, well, this is actually kind of awkward. I don't have it in, uh, on me, but uh, Shady Rays. Shady Rays. You, you didn't la- bring them. Go, go get my Shady Rays. You can get those. Shady Rays. You're an amazing time. Know where come they on, are. chop chop, Look Blackie. Let's go. What do we? Come on. We think you're on the pitch. You, you're gonna, you're gonna, you're gonna show. What? You're gonna show the world that this is how you treat Statlacky. Well, like, why it... do you think we bully you, Max, when you treat Statlacky like this? Don't you act like you are a saint to the Statlacky. Statlacky's a great guy. We Stat- know oh, yeah, of course he's a great guy, but it's uh, it's hard work. Don't let him treat you like this. Don't let him treat you like this. Okay, it's
There, it's Mr. Right. Simpson. It's Mr. Simpson to you. That's right. Shady Rays. Uh, oh, dear gosh. They are polarized as heck, and these lights are bright, but uh, nothing like the brightness that Shady Rays can just block out with no time at all, no effort whatsoever. You just slip them on, that old noggin, that old face, that old holster you call a nose there, and they're no problem at all. It's a good freaking time. Shady Rays, ladies and gentlemen, even if you're going to the Golden State or Sacramento or whatever they call that place, the capital, you can wear Shady Rays. You don't have to make eye contact with anyone there. Put some on your face. It's a good time. Check out ShadyRays.com. I got a deal for you. How about you use promo code PHNX to get 50% off two pairs of polarized sunglasses. You want one of these? You don't get one. You get two 50% off at ShadyRays.com. Use promo code PHNX. And uh, again, rated five stars or better by over 250,000 people. That's a lot of human beings. That's a lot of people. That's 250,000 people. Those counting at home, it's 500,000 eyeballs. Hopefully. Um, yeah, so we're talking about the how these two teams got Thanks. here. I, I, yeah. I just need to say again, though, up, like, I, I, please take his mic, says Michael. They've tried, they've tried, for, they've tried for a while <laughs> just, now. Uh, tried for quickly a while. unhook this year and uh, <sighs> really enjoy the, the improvement. But what, what, a, what, what a start to this show we've had here. Listen, we go off the rails. It's it's towards the end of the season. We go off the rails. We're getting the train to Sacramento. <laughs> oh, no. You can't go off the rails then. We got a train oh, dear from gosh. to Sacramento. Oh, dear gosh. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, we. I, I hope we don't go off the rails then. Um, uh, uh, Are we bringing back up here? Max is 39 out of 100 on his state maps test. I, I, listen, I'll say this. If we're actually going back, if we're, I'm going to put a, a bow in this. I'm an ACT guy. Again, no free ads, but ACT, 26 out of 36. It's a routine. You remember the that. The fact that you remember that gives strong peaked in high school vibes, mate. I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. Who remembers what they got on a test like that? Number one, first off, I remember random things. Okay. Number two, number number two. <laughs> if 26 is pe- out of 36 is peaking in high school, that's that's not good. That's certainly not good. So I, I did not do that. Max, number, I never mean it as a compliment, mate. And number three, I remember those things because I'm clearly very good at numbers and remembering the numbers and putting the right numbers on there. But anyway. Unless Looking, they're XG. Uh, and look, <laughs> Stop and you're still worse at the fantasy league, buddy. What does that say? Gosh. Anyway, oh my goodness. Looking at how these two teams have uh, made it up to <laughs> this point. Oh, that's right. This is a this is a soccer podcast. <laughs> yeah, it's a soccer podcast. There's something in here. No, look at bully and Max podcast. This look, what this is. Looking at how these two teams have got here, right? Let's look. You know, we already know Sac, uh, Phoenix Rising's road, right? Uh, t- kicking off. Beating San Diego, some might have say they um, sent them into a certain place. Uh, and wait, then- why, 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 are you, why are you like awkwardly edging around this? Phoenix Rising killed San Diego Loyal. <laughs> they, they, they ultimately delivered the final stake to the hearts to ensure that the vampire that is San Diego Loyal can never rise again. The club's gone. They're done. They're, they're now they're actually being picked at like you've got these vultures going around El Paso locomotive sweeping in and taking Elijah Martin. You've got you've got Rhode Island going. I want Coke Vegas. They're picking at the bones of a dead club right now. <laughs> so you can contextualize that. Okay. <laughs> so more, but you're not wrong. Anyway, yes, they, like, they don't 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 they, they jump go, around like you know dance around it. We can just say what it is. What if they we dance around? Loyal's in a box. Uh, 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 uh. There you go. Um, all right. So, Phoenix Rising 
uh, takes Antonio Loigel into extra time, into deep waters, beat them. Phoenix Rising, go to Orange County, take them to deep waters, beat them. They now go on the road to Sacramento, right? We know this. This is what's done. Sacramento, their road, a little bit different. First round, a 1-0 victory to New Mexico United. Listen, Phoenix Rising got knocked off by New Mexico United. Again, it was an ugly end to the unbeaten run. And say what you want about them, New Mexico. They made the playoffs. What did you gather from Sacramento's victory over New Mexico? That they can beat a bad team. New, New Mexico and New Mexico, right? We've got to be honest here, right? Mm. Rising lost that game at home, and it felt as though in a lot of ways New Mexico wanted it more. Mm. They came in on decent form at the end of the season, sure. but we do need to still remember the fact that New Mexico United are not a good team. Yeah. Okay? And I don't think they went to to Sacramento and really looked particularly great at that. Now, meanwhile, Sacramento didn't create a lot in that game. Yeah. Okay? 0.41 uh, XG. Sacramento Republic against New Mexico. New Mexico had a higher XG than them. Yeah. Okay. However, as you'd expect, right? Sacramento take the lead early. Yeah, what New Mexico really going to offer? True. Right? And that, that's the thing, right? They had two shots on target yeah. all game in that game, New Mexico. Okay. So look, I think they were all right defensively there, Sacramento. But we saw that happen when they took on Rising, right? I mean, Rising could have had a couple of opportunities early doors in that game when Rising went up there. Yeah. Um, to Sacramento, but they didn't take them. And so when Sacramento take the lead, eh, they can defend. I mean, New Mexico had a lot of the possession, rising sure. a lot of the possession up there, sure. right? Reasonable number of shots, but couldn't get anything on target. Again, that's that's the challenge, right? The challenge is finding ways to put the ball on target. New Mexico couldn't do that. No, no, they cannot. And Made it easy on them <clears throat> in that sense. They did, right? I mean, it's a low XG game on both sides. Both both uh, teams under a, uh, one expected a XG but then you kind of look at right the next match. Okay, this is different. This is a this is an opponent in San Antonio, right? Again, defending champions. It's not quite the same team. Definitely some different pieces in there. Some might say there is right not some of their best guys. Particularly, I know there is a lot of consternation within the goalkeeping position. But hey, Sacramento, they get it done three one. And really, you kind of watch that game. It really was never in doubt when you look at it. A Quite comprehensive performance. Well, well the, fir- the first half, I think San Antonio weren't played off the park. I don't. Th- um, I'm not saying they're played off the Antonio, park, but I think once, well, once, no, once I the think goal as came soon through, as soon as the goals go through, yes. I think that San Antonio, to me, in the second half, I didn't see enough from them that made me think they were no. ever going to come back no. in that game. Certainly okay, not. they ultimately get that one goal. They get it in the uh, deep into stoppage time when it's far too late to have any real impact in that one. Um, Look, I, I just I just get the feeling as as we look at this. I mean, again, San Antonio were in the game in the first yeah. half. What could they not do, Max? What were they unable to muster up a single time in the first half? I'm going to go with a shot. On target, yes. Yeah. So they had shots, couldn't get them on target. Second half, Sacramento <clears throat> find the way to take the lead. And it's all downhill from there in terms of uh, San Antonio. They actually had more shots on target in the second half, San Antonio, with five. But the expected goal value was 0.19. That is atrocious. And what does that tell you? They are not taking good shots. Nope. I mean, different different way this match played out right. I mean, Sacramento kept pace in a way with San Antonio's um, shots and shots on target. They lapped them. Again, the match against New Mexico, they had less shots only one more on target. But again, it just goes back to more clinicalness, putting more shots on target, making them count more often when they needed to. Possession was even in both those matches. So what does that tell us, right? I mean, it, we, we I know we already talked about it a lot in the previous segment, but this matchup against Phoenix Rising, you're seeing two teams, like one team, right? Very much likes to have possession most of the time. This is Phoenix Rising, right? It's not that Sacramento doesn't want to, but 
it shows that both of these teams, this isn't a, a freaking wow, like newsflash or anything revolutionary. If these two teams are clinical and they have a good number of shots, the one who is going to be putting more on shot on target and making them count, that's what's ultimately come through, right? I think we've seen these, these two teams, when they get a little bit too particular, if they're only putting in something along the lines of, let's say, five shots, two on target, or six shots, three on target, whatever, I don't think that's going to do it. I think these two teams... When they have gotten the job done, it's not only they're having more shots, but it's more importantly getting those on target rather than, you know, hey, we're only going to limit ourselves to a few quality chances a game. These two teams need to create chances. And I'm hoping, even from a neutral's perspective, that this is a very open game, one that Phoenix Rising should enjoy. Yeah, I mean, if it's an open game, then I think that opens up things more for Phoenix Rising. Yes, it does. Um, I, I get the feeling that <laughs> David Beckham... Uh, in the, in the chat, apparently. I mean, you know, Rising being apparently the Inter Miami of, of USL Championship, I suppose, lends to why you'd want to show up here. But um, did you watch the doc? No, I did not watch the documentary. Um, but look, if if you look at what how they've done over the course of the entire season, as I wait for uh, the stats to load, um, not the quickest here, but as as you look at how they've done over the entire season, Sacramento have taken four hundred and fifty two shots. 165 on targets. Yeah. Phoenix Rising have taken 428 with 141 on targets. So actually not a whole lot of difference in there. But when you look at the games when Sacramento do well, a very, very, very large percentage of those shots are on target. Okay. Mm -hmm. I mean they're a team of one way or another, really, in those things. I think Harry's got a Harry's got a point here in that if it's nil-nil at half advantage Sac Republic, I don't think it necessarily is anymore. I, I agree. I Harry, I get what you're saying, and I think maybe based on Sacramento's performances, totally fair. But Although, you also have to look at Phoenix Rising's performances. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They've, they've gone, look, they've gone, they've gone tied. They've gone tied at halftime. They've gotten. They, they haven't, conceded, they they haven't they conceded goals early. Huge it don't matter. Time. I think this team has the again until Phoenix Rising is out and that final whistle blows. You can't count them out. No, you can't. I, I mean, well, multiple goals maybe. We haven't seen them come back from multiple goals down. Um, but I, I mean, I'm, I'm intrigued by it, right? I think one of the big key things is teams look better when they force Sacramento to possess a little bit more of the ball. Um, although there's not a huge amount of difference in it necessarily. Yep. Um, I think overall, look again, you've got Sacramento Republic are scoring in a lot of their, uh, in a lot of their games. Um, it's actually five games in a row now, yep. um, that they've scored in. So, I mean, yeah. Um, obviously you've got to be careful around Russell Cicerone, right? He's yes, just a guy who's, who's going to get a lot of goals. Um, he has done over the course of the season 16 so far in the season. He leads them in terms of goals scored um i don't know i mean i'm intrigued i'm intrigued i'm intrigued the question of course we're kind of hinting at this one some people in there saying things and stop no score predictions we don't do score predictions in the playoffs do we max no no we not don't for phoenix do rising. it not for phoenix rising cease stop, stop it. it in the chat stop that behave but but obviously we know a lot about rising struggling we're getting things done in 90 minutes that one came up today in the press conference talking about what's been up with there. You know, it's been since 2018 since Rising's won a playoff game in 90 minutes. Well, I don't know. It's the first one because there's a penalty call in San Diego in the last minute. Is that clear? We would have <laughs> won it in 90, but there was a penalty and then we had to go to overtime, extra time. And then in OC, it was a, it was a close game. It was a good game in which first half I wasn't too pleased or too happy. We made some tactical adjustments and, and we were much better than for the next 60 minutes. Um, and if, if you ask me, I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't care if we win it in 90 or if we win it in 120 or if we win it in, in, in penalty kicks. 
At the end of the day, the important thing is that we keep advancing and that uh, that we keep winning, and the boys keep keep believing. We have uh, enough depth in this team to make sure that we can make substitutions and keep getting better. That has been key now in this playoffs. Is giving the opportunity to every single player that's on the bench, except of Patrick, to see minutes in the game. So at the end of the day, we. We have the tools, we have the assets to to be able to go for 120 minutes or penalties, and we prepare for for absolutely everything through the week. I mean, he's right, right? You know, at the end of the day, do you really care if you do it in 90 minutes? You just got to do it. Yeah, you just got to do it. You're wrong. You're wrong. Um, I mean, these two teams, man. It, it, even with like the four, the four, the four nil match to me is an anomaly. And I'm not like I'm not even just talking about score. I'm not even talking about like these two teams like in their past history. I feel that the way that these two teams have been balanced in recent years, the powers that they've been, and yes, I know Phoenix Rising is a very different roster. You just can't count out either one. I even felt that way going into Sacramento versus San Antonio. These two teams have just been powerhouses. You know, yes, Sacramento ended up pulling away, but just you look at like where these two are weighted and their their position within the league over the last couple of years. And who's to say that we have an outright winner, right? Again, 90 minutes very well may not decide it. It would not surprise me. Who cares? Like, in my mind, who cares whether or not it goes full distance or not? Because all that matters is who moves on, right? Yeah. You're kind of looking at how these two, like, especially on Sacramento, right? Recent runs, people already know, right? Last uh, last year's playoffs knocked out Western uh, the West semifinals to Colorado Springs. They, of course, had the Open Cup run, made it all the way to the finals. 2022, of course, yep. 2020, right? They get bounced in Phoenix Rising. Uh, 2019, make it to 2020, the... of course, being that game, yes, by of the way. Course, that that game. game. That game. The Solomon Asante, the hand of Solo. Or fist or punch the ball in the back of the net of Solo, however you want to call it. But he, <clears> he did punch the ball into the net, and that was a 1-0 win True. for Rising in extra time. True. 2019, they make it all the way to the semis, lose to El Paso. And then, right, Phoenix Rising, they have their own history. 2021, of course, the, dear gosh, the tough one against RGV, losing on pens. 2020, uh, right, made it to the final. Oh, we're not going to... It was the West final. Excuse, excuse me, West final, of course. That was the season where we know what happened in the final or what didn't happen in the final. There you go. Uh, and then, uh, yeah, made it to the Western finals with that one. And then 2019... Western semis, uh, right, lose there, right? So these two teams, they haven't, they have gone to this point before, but it's now time to go to the next leg. It'll be very, very fascinating to see what happens out of that. Uh, again, we're not doing score predictions. I will We've say, already... I will say on yes. this one, the performing we went on a little bit, actually, yes. we went through a load of history. There were playoffs, but let's hear from someone <clears> who doesn't have a load of history <throat> with the playoffs in particular, uh, especially here with the newest uh, arrival from Phoenix Rising, John Stenberg uh, did speak. I asked him about, you know, what it's been like experiencing this for the first time. Here's what he had to say. Actually, I love it. I love it. Um, when I got here in, I think I got here 1st of August, um, we we did, a, we did a couple of good games going into the playoffs. Obviously, we didn't finish the season as we wanted to, uh, but we still have a, had a good feeling going into the playoffs. So I love this, uh, this, uh, when all is on the line for one game. I love that. So um, so feels good. Feels good. Feels good. Feels good. Feels good. You know what else feels good? Seeing uh, certain fans of certain teams crying on social media. Oh, man. Are we going we gonna to go for this? We're going to go for this. It... Honestly, this makes sense either now or in the fantasy segment no, we're talking about. It. Let's and do you it. want to do it let's now. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. 
This guy from San Antonio crying away on social media. Phoenix Rising spent so much money to jack up their roster this season. It's insane. They'll spend every penny in the desert before they admit that Juan Guerra is the worst coach in USL and can't compete without spending three times his opponent on a roster. Well, you know what I have to say, Mr. San Antonio guy that was tweeting yesterday? Cry more. <laughs> Cry more. Um, I, it's just funny, right? Because there are some teams, right, that if I was to be serious now and talk about this and wanting to look at things like... <laughs> you literally said cry more what, and then we got what, another I, like. I know, yeah. yeah. <laughs> say cry more and we get another like. But like, if I wanted to talk about, I don't know, um, someone like Oakland, right, wanted to make that kind of comment and they wanted to come out with stuff like saying, well, you guys spend a lot of money. Yeah, Rising does spend a lot of money, okay? There are teams that spend a lot of money in this league. But San Antonio are also a team that spends a good amount of money. Um, and, and so it just seems weird to me, really weird to me that this team is getting stick from a San Antonio fan about spending money. Like, what do you, do you think the guys who play for San Antonio do it for cheap? You've got a lot of really expensive players on that team as well. Yeah. When you return guys who just won the league, <clears throat> what do you think? Do you think you've got bad players on there? Do you think that some of these guys are doing it out of the love of their heart? You think guys like Patino, you think guys like Hernandez are doing it for, uh, that's a cheap? You think a guy like Tainter that, that Rising were interested in signing at one point but couldn't really afford to? He's doing it for cheap? You think these guys are cheap? You think bringing in a guy who's going to replace your USL Championship goalkeeper of the year so that you can put him on the bench? Right or wrong decision? I'm not getting into that one. But you think they're coming in cheap? You think they're coming in cheap? Really? No, you're spending a lot of money as well, right? And that, that's, the, that's the thing. It's just amusing, right, to see the, this kind of mudslinging stuff. Because this has happened for years, right? We have been to the point we've seen, actually, I think it was a San Antonio broadcaster once said this as well, about how Rising spend the most in the league, which isn't true um, based on how we understand it, right? They're up there. They're definitely up there. It doesn't mean they have the highest payroll in the league. Um, but... It's just it's just amusing always to see the, this kind of thing get lobbed around as though other teams up at the top aren't also spending large sums of money on uh, on teams. Right, look, again, we, we have seen San Antonio have some very good players. We know there are other teams at Louisville's of the world. Um, we know that that people like, uh, like Indy spend money and they seem to spend money without getting the success on the other end, which is just, that's amusing. That's amusing, right? We see teams that spend a lot of money and don't really get very well. Um, but it, it's just it's just something that always, always completely mystifies me. How exactly you get these guys who come out and use that as just a, well, you spend a lot of money. Yeah, yeah. Good players in this league do make good money, right? Um, he was also trying to say things about the trade for what they, they sent Babu Kajai up for... Uh, in exchange for Derek Formella and is then trying to use transfer market to justify how there must have been more in the deal. Well, well, smart guy. Yeah. I'm sure you really know exactly what was going on in that deal, but maybe maybe we just stop making things up, maybe. It helps, right? Does it help when we just stop making things up? Yeah, I mean, this is now, I'm just kind of, as you're, I mean, I'm listening to you. I'm not watching the chat. This is now diver, devol, devolved into 
now bashing on Victor Wembanyama and Harry in the chat. That's 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 not fair. We don't have to do that. We don't have to go there. But okay, now we're talking bashing KD. This is not. If you want to do this, go over PH Next Suns podcast is doing you a pregame. Go shout at them. No, but don't not actually stay no, here. Actually, yeah. Stay here. Yeah, yeah, don't stay, do that. stay, stay here. here and then and then go. Then go, go shout them in the post game. Yeah, go shout there. Go, go shout them in the post game when we're when we're not live. Yeah, but they are. Yeah. Um. But no, it's a. Uh, I mean, it's one of those things, right? Phoenix Rising has never shied away that, like, they they do spend on a premium. They they want to bring in the best players that they can. But like the comment of what three like three times three times the what what do you say three times the league average or whatever or like anything just <laughs> three something times absurd. their opponents. That is nonsense. That's like that's just that's just absurd. That's just pulling numbers, buddy. Like what? I, what, do, what do you what do you think the margins are within this league? Like I'm just. That's it's not a the thing. school of Max Simpson XG statistics. <laughs> okay, we got a very loud laugh from producer Daniel to that one. I hate to say it, but yeah, I mean that's pretty absurd. That's that's absolutely it's pretty bonkers. Uh, I'm still gonna stand up for Max. We had a chance to look over that graphic. I asked, and you were like, "Nah, it's fine." I, Again, I'm yeah, sure I fine. was punished for trusting this guy. It wasn't me. They changed. I swear. Can we go back? Do you goalie man Pat says, "Can we go back to bullying Max? Anything's better than NBA chat." Oh my oh. gosh, man. Um, yeah, no, it's 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 just crazy to make that like three times the league oh, it's average. Just it's, it's just like like again, there's nothing wrong with wanting to spend money, more money, win. But also, let's let's also address the point that oh, and one head coach Juan Guerrero is the worst in the league. And whether that's whether that's even whether that's even related to spending this supposed three times league average. Do you know how many? My teams- God, half of the fight two coaches this year. <laughs> Do you know Hartford have fired two coaches in the same season? Do you, there have been te- there have been teams that have done more with less and teams that have done less with more. Regardless how you chop it up, it is not easy to make it to the Western Conference Finals. Let alone in a year that was supposed to be rebuilding, where if you make playoffs, that's a minimum. And yes, this team had top four aspirations, as we've said so all along in this podcast. But the fact. That they are able to be at this point now with an entirely gutted roster, saves hands for like three players. Now, like, what more do you want, man? Like, that's, I don't care what you say. It, the amount of like time it takes for the, that chemistry to gel and everything like that. Like, cool. We said we're, we are avoiding bulletin board material. Well, you know what? That just gave Phoenix Rising some right there. Yeah. Yeah. No, man. I mean, we'll, we'll make bulletin board material for hey, Rising. We, we're hot. We're riding a little high. I think we need to chill out a bit with our friends at OG's Brands. All right, OG's Brands. Nice little indica. This is the best transition you've done for a little while. It's going to mellow, just mellow out. Just, uh, just but I know you're going to you're gonna really wreck it with the one after this. So go on, go on. Finish this one out. It's tough. It's tough. But uh, hey, friends at OG's Brands, right? They will uh, make sure that you just kind of mellow out, right? It's good balance. They do even have their happy balance of strawberries and cream, a little CBD, THC balance in there for all those who like a little bit of that balance in there. Of course, they got the indicas, the sativas, the fruits, the creams, everything like that. It's literally delicious. If anyone's had an OG's brand, it's absolutely phenomenal because it just tastes darn good. It's not that weird aftertaste like a lot of these other gummies have, right? No weird aftertaste. Absolutely phenomenal. Get yourself some on your own. And, you know, if you're going to get some, I think you want to save money while doing it. I'm no uh, no doctor, but that's pretty darn good stuff. Head over to zenleafdispensaries.com. Find the close location near you. You order a pack of OG's gummies and use promo code PHNX for 25% off your order. Again, zenleafdispensaries.com, promo code PHNX, 25% off your order. Doing this for next month, people. Okay, get it going. It's going a good time. Edward says Max is buying OG's. 
Well, man, don't tempt me with a good time. But yes, must be 21 years or older to endure responsibly. Shout out OGs. Of course, shout out to friends of Valley Top Room, right? They've been showing the game on the, the during this rising run. They will be showing the game as well on Saturday night. For those of you who are on the east side who would like to go on over, Donald will be showing it, right? Good beers there, everything like that. They, good of course, time, 30 taps, loads of do. good stuff. Lots We've had some great nights there. Yeah. And I tell you what, I'm sure we'll have to have some kind of like social meetup at some point over the off-season. Make that. sure we yes, head on absolutely. over to Valley Tap Room. We'll be there with everyone. Max may or may not be buying beers. We can't confirm or deny at this point. Um, but the fact, that you even, the fact that you even said like, that Max may be buying beers and you can't confirm, that's very... Fine, here. Max is buying beers. <laughs> Max just, will buy you beers. He wants me to say it, I'll say it. I was, just, kinda, I was just concerned. You want Are me you to okay? say it, I'll say it. Max is buying beers. That really took a lot When of you're beer. ready to say cheers, don't forget, Max is buying beers. Anyway, shout out friends at Valley Taproom, of course. Go check them out um, if you're on the east side. If you would like to watch the game there, have some good times. Uh, of course, check them out on 202 and Gilbert in person and check them out. Um, on Instagram at Valley Taproom. All right. Owen, you know, the last couple of weeks, we've been doing that uh, that whole fantasy thing, right? And uh, boy, I reckon we got another week of it. We got another week of it, right? We time to talk about our fancy selections. Yeah. For the conference finals. This one's a hard one because you only got four teams left. Are we, by, by the way, but is, there, is there one next week? Three. Or is this the, the final? Last yeah, there'll be okay, one for the final. Sure, sure. But that one will be like a six from one team, five from the other. That makes sense. Kind of thing. Okay, um, fair, fair, fair. It'll, be a, it'll be a challenge. It'll be a challenge, but um, here we go, right? I'm going to go with my formation. You go with yours, and then we'll kind of alternate around. I'm oh, gonna, sure. Oh, I'm yeah. going to go old school. I'm going old school. We're going uh, really old school here. I'm going a 4-4-2. Let's go. Copy me. I took a 4-4-2 as well. I took a 4-4-2. Right, my goalkeeper, I'm going with none other than the man himself from Phoenix Rising, Rocco Rios Novo. Nine and a half he cost me. Oh, and Evan, stop copying me. I also chose Rocco Rios Novo. You chose Rocco Rios Novo as well. Mine already picked. You can see I've got my Stop looking at my screen, there. dude. I'm looking at his screen. Defenders. I'll go with my defenders first. You can go with your midfielders first after. Wait, what? Well, I'm doing defenders. You do defenders. Then you do midfielders. Yeah, oh, I, thought you, said def- I thought you said you do defenders. Then we I do midfielders. Halfway through. That doesn't make sense. Right, yeah. so I'm going to do defenders. I'm going to take Sean Touch from Lou City. 12.5. <sighs> I almost took it. I think that's an all right chart. I'm going to yep. go Jared Timmer from Sacramento Republic. Yep. Enough. And then I'm going cheap. I'm going cheap. You saw me use Mo Traore last year. Yep. Uh, last week, sorry. Last year. Um, last week at four. I think yep. a decent value shout. Sure, sure. I think a great value shout down there is Mark Segbers, right? He's really tanked. His value is tanked. And you know why it's tanked? Because he played for Miami. Um, and Miami, not good. But they transferred him across. So he's available at three. The minimum price. And he's playing games. <sighs> He's I don't playing games. I don't like you. I don't like your face right now. Um, so Mark Segbers from Charles. I don't like your face right now because uh, you picked uh, my players. Stop copying me. I'm clearly crushing I this these before you did. I'm clearly crushing this, and you're copying. I picked me. these before you did. Anyway, I picked Shane Witt. Uh, oh gosh, I'm going to struggle with this name. Shane White uh, with Sacramento Republic. Who scored against Rising the last yep, time at they eleven. Met. I'm also picking his teammate Jared Timmer, also Jared from Sacramento Republic, at nine point five. Picking Eddie Manjoma. Okay. Scores at seven uh, right there. I like this. I like the value, right? He's been putting in some good shifts. I He had a lot of threatening positions. We saw it in person against Orange County. Maybe he bags a goal. Maybe he bags an assist. Uh, would be nice. Would be nice. And then, of course, I also got Mike Segbers. You're looking at it. This man has only played, what, five, like five, six, seven matches? 
for <clears throat> for Charleston, again, yes, because he was with Miami. Man's been starting. Man's been playing a lot of minutes, making things happen. I think he even had an assist in the opening round against Indy 11. Great value there at mm-hmm. at, a three, at three. Well, see, I, I did the whole spread them around <laughs> thing whereby I took one from each team in defense. That's which cute. Means that, I didn't. Which means that I'm likely, hopefully, if there is a clean sheet, I'll get some points for a clean nah, sheet. No, nah, see, I hedge everything. Yeah. I hedge everything. All right. Name me anyway, Max, give me your midfielders. You got four of them, right? Yes, I do. All right, I got I got Phoenix, uh, Phoenix former Phoenix rising player Arturo Rodriguez 9.5 Charleston Battery I'm rolling once again with Emmy Ikaza at uh, for nine also Charleston Battery right he did well for me last week going with him again got Tyler Gibson Louisville City at seven and then his teammate Carlos Mogul Jr. 6.5 Louisville City okay that's interesting that's interesting because I actually got a little bit of uh Again, again, there is some uh, some crossover there. Stop cheating! Uh, mainly because I did pick Emilio Acasa as well, and I did pick Carlos Muguel Jr. I swear, who I had no in no the first week. I picked him, and he did well for me. So I'm taking him again. Lou City, he's six point five. Emilio Acasa, as you said earlier, nine from Charleston Battery. But I'm also going to go with Sacramento Luis Felipe in midfield at seven and a half. Um, rising, uh, and I'm also going to take Charleston's twelve point five rated. Del Barajas. Okay. Okay. Which means now we move up top. Max, have you run out of rising players at this point? No. You haven't? No. You you must have. No. I only have. Didn't you? No. Who have you picked so far? Oh my gosh. Buddy. No, no. You picked Rocco and you picked Daddy. So yeah, yes. you're fine. You've got your one. You got your one. You Go freaking on. Excel sheet says I'm fine. All right. Anyway, I picked the once again for the third consecutive week. I have played I have picked the highest. Machete. Machete. Yes, and Trejo at 14. And then I picked Russell Cicerone. Listen, I know what that means. That means that am I hoping both these guys score? Well, yes, I am. Well, I went with Trejo as well, but I'm going to stick with someone else who served me well last week over on the east side, Loose Cities. Cameron Lancaster coming in at 12. I, yeah, I almost did that. Cameron Lancaster, of course. We saw him get a brace last week. I think he's still got some goals in him. Um, I just want to see. We'll see how it goes. Yeah. I don't want to say this. If we're recapping this, this man picked the same goalie as me and at every single position group picked at least half the same players I do. If if I finish, if I, if I don't finish either above or similar level to him, Accuse this man. Look into this man's no, allegations. No, like Cameron Lancaster hat trick or something. No, cheating. Hang on, mate. You picked Rocco. You picked Timmer. Yes. Um... You didn't take Traore or no, Segbers. No. Segbers, did you? Segbers, yes. You did pick Segbers. Yes. Uh, you did take Ikaza. Yes. And you did take Moguel Jr. Yes. But you didn't take Luis Felipe no, or no, Barajas. No. And you took Trejo. Yep. You didn't take Lancaster. Correct. So we share one, two, three, four, five, six players. Literally cheating. So about half you the team. About half the team is the same. He says cheating. It's just the nature of this game, right? It's the same as when you you play fancy Premier League and everybody has Haaland. Everyone has Haaland. It's annoying because everyone has Haaland, but you can't not pick him. I mean, Reese asked a question. Does this mean Max is going to finish first or Owen is going to be mid? Can't be going to be mid when you're already mid. That's what I like to say. I'm currently top in the overall table. I finished second both weeks. Yeah, but you're mid as a you're human You're the one who's mid. Yeah, but you're mid as a human being. Oh, that's hard. No. No. <laughs> Those that sound out of you are like, huh? He's, he's trying to call me mid here. We all know that's just his uh, mathematical skills. No, but I'm Max, bro. It's literally the top. Like, that is, like, quite literally the maximum that is anything but mid. Anyway, uh, I got to talk to my parents about naming me for that one. Anyway, um, yeah, that's uh, that's what we got. Um, so, right, we'll, you'll calculate everything. You'll do your whole uh, calcula- uh, calculus, calculator, abacus, No, we're not whatever. repeating them, Devin. Pick your own lineup. Stop trying to copy. Devin, I'll 
Wait, did the man? Yeah, I was going to say, Devin, I'll just do it he again. He practically copied me in the first week. <laughs> and you know what he did? He dropped one or two players that actually did really well on my team. And as a result, he fell down. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Why are we talking? He catches him for Spurs. No, 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 he's talking about for Harry because he's a Spurs fan. That's so no, uncalled I... for, Mikey. Unbelievable. He's still in the chat. He's being a nice guy. He's definitely not talking about me. You know, Spurs fan. Name is... No, no, I'm a. I know I'm a Tottenham fan. You know, he's talking about Spurs like the NBA team. They're no, playing he's, the Suns he's talking right about now. Spurs like the one that doesn't come up when you search Spurs as the first choice. I mean, that's fair. We're we're in the U.S. I'd be shocked if they did. Yeah. Anyway, you don't uh, win your name is so, Maximum Simpson. I mean, like. It's not my full name, but yeah. Anyway, um, yeah, the, his middle name is Cringe. Maximum Cringe Simpson. It's kind of weird. It's kind of weird. Um, I will. I mean, no. If we are talking about middle names that start with C, Circle K. Circle K starts with a C. This is what I'm talking about. <laughs> Circle K starts with a C, folks. And only thing I see is some great deals thanks to their Inner Circle program. Hello, you can be in their Inner Circle program. It's super easy. You just download the Circle K app for free, and you put it in your phone number for free. Opt into Inner Circle program. Free. And you get a bunch of amazing. Wait, Max, what was free... that? You're whispering it. I didn't hear what you oh, were saying. Oh, it's for Max. free. You can say it full volume, man. It's for free. That's oh, um, for free. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, uh, yeah. Check out the Inner Circle program. Of course, you get discounted gas Phillips on your first five Phillips. Right. You get also consistent gas Phillips the entire time that you are an Inner Circle member, which could be forever and ever and ever. Right. Um, you get uh, what's it called? Free Polar Pops. Five free Polar Pops. Discounted snacks. They just send you deals. They send you deals like, hey. You you i hear you you know i bet you like uh what like a gatorade or power no free ads but you like this sports drink you like this uh snack here you got this circle k pizza all these different things they just send you the good stuff the discount stuff it's absolutely why are you making it sound like circle k are chatting you up not chatting me up it's the way you're making it sound well like i'm the app is being like hey would you like this offer it's pretty cool i mean yeah yeah, like when you put it like that it sounds more normal don't, don't. And, and good. Yeah. Uh, I mean, the inner circle program is good. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, check out. Sir. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Check out the circle K inner circle program. Again, all you need is a phone number. Download it today. Circle K app. Boom. Get it done. Going my Pat Maximus. Decimus. <laughs> yeah. It's actually pretty good. Um, man. Well, this show got off the rails as it also normally does. Uh, of course, I want to shout out the diehards in the chat. Everyone being awesome, right? Uh, Albert. Everyone in the chat just being good people. Um, right? Join us on the Discord, right? We're always posting stuff. You're going to get a lot of diehard exclusive train content. Train content. That will be there. Maxis going in the train. Yeah. Uh, along with a few of the rest of us as well oh, to yeah. get to Sacramento. Oh, yeah. So if uh, if this gets off the rails, much like the show... I really hope the train doesn't get off the rails. Yeah. We are in trouble if it gets yeah, off the rails. Very much in trouble. Oh, man, RM. But yes, of course, check as you see on screen for those of you who are watching. If you're not watching, check out uh, phnextlocker.com, right? I'm wearing merch. Uh, we got the merch on screen, the scarf, the shirt, everything like that. It's great freaking stuff. Uh, you know, right. If you guys demand enough, uh, rising does well enough. Listen, we might have to, we might have to badger, uh, you know, Eric and Dwayne. I think it's a freaking uh, new Phoenix rising shirt, especially if, uh, certain someone wins a couple more games. Yeah. Got some stuff to happen. Yeah. You guys will get that too. But right. Check out phnxlocker.com. Come die hard. Get the merch discounts. 
just get some fun stuff, everything like that. Appreciate you guys supporting us. Holy heck. Oh my gosh. There we go. I didn't know that Buy existed. it. That's amazing. Look how fun that looks. Oh my you gosh. You two can have that much fun. You can be you whimsical. Wear the t-shirt, whimsical. But you have to buy the t-shirt. Yes, you do. The t-shirt, but you the can scarf. have that much fun. Yes, you can have that much fun and very more. much so. Oh, let's go. Oh yeah. Oh wait, Mike. Uh, uh, Michael wants to ski you. He ski uh, if Rising win the league. Wow. There, you're, I'll do it. You're the that too. I, I, I never actually agreed to that one before. I, I'll, I'll agree to it on that. What condition. a nice guy. Rising yeah. win the league. There we go. Yeah, we have a clip. Anything else you'd like to say to the people? That's all? fine. No, um, we've got a few different things actually to go through here. Um, I want you to kind of finish up your thing because we've got a video that we're going to want to end on. Right. So you you finish up. Uh, oh, you can play the video first. No, no, we want it's, it's a fun like five people up one. So yeah, we sure. want to make sure it's as late as possible. Late as possible. <sighs> This is okay, fair. Do you okay, you see my point? This is fair. You are. So I'm right. gonna you let are... you go through whatever trolling you want to do now because I know that something's coming. There's no trolling. All I'm saying is, listen. I think we're all feeling good about Phoenix Rising. Um, but I think some of us. If you had to give me your reaction, or someone in this room gave me their reaction of how they're feeling about Phoenix Rising, I think there's only one way to summarize it. For those of you who are watching. There we go. That's exactly what our reaction is. Absolutely fantastic. Feeling great about Phoenix Rising. A thumbs up there from Stat. Stat Lackey looks like he hasn't slept in weeks. Rumor has it he <laughs> made it. I was on that van. He was in that van. <laughs> I was My man in that was van. I can tell oh, he was car sick on that one. Yeah. Oh, gosh. <laughs> we're, not talking about, we're not talking about Devin. Uh, yeah, that's all I had. Here we go. All right, all right. Well, you know what? I tell you what, we will actually get the uh, the one video in here now before we do our full, full-on sign-off. But uh, someone listening to this, been talking a little bit about the project that Rising are doing and, and the roles that everyone's playing. You think a lot, right? You think a lot of, of, of possible outcomes, but um, at the end of the day, we we have to stay calm and, and we have to stay very positive, understanding and, and what are the things that we need to do in order to get a positive outcome um, at the end of the week. When you're asking me the question and you're using the word you said what I was building and yes when I came in is it was, it was my vision at first I grabbed that that pen and that white sheet of paper and I started writing what the vision will be and what the idea will be for for the year and then also many years after this but at the end of the day that was just my idea on a, on a pen and on a, on a white sheet of paper now it's what we are building Owen because at the end of the day it's it's also you guys and you guys are part of this as well it's what the organization is building, what the players are building, what the coaching staff is building, what the staff that works on game day when we play at home, what they're building, what the supporter groups are building. It's a, it's a we, it's, it's not an I anymore. It was an idea at first, and then that idea becomes an idea that is shared by a lot of people, and that is the process, that is the vision, and that's what we're talking about, and that's what we're building over here. What now we have the opportunity to play a final. I think everyone should enjoy that. And I can guarantee you that the group is focused, that the group is ready, and that we are arriving to this final mentally very, very strong and understanding that we have a, a massive opportunity to, to put Phoenix backward where it, it belongs. Oh, let's go. All business. All, All business. Business, man. On Saturday. We're looking forward to it. Make sure as well, by the way, remember tomorrow morning, Friday morning, the team uh, having their open training there for the fans to come along and uh, watch the boys training at the stadium uh, before they head off to Sacramento. Show the support for the boys. Um, remind them that you're behind them. Of course, I know, again, it's an expensive trip. A lot of people are not going to be making the trip up to Sacramento on this short notice. So it's a great opportunity to get out there and back the boys. Yeah. Back those boys.
is, folks. Appreciate everyone joining us here on the PHNX Rising podcast course. We got a lot of content coming out this week. And again, um, some diehard exclusive stuff that will be in Discord. Um, of course, we are going to post some stuff right on our Twitter at PHNX underscore underscore rising double the underscore. Uh, half the spinach on the pizza. <laughs> Double For those of you who watched our pod on Tuesday, you'll understand that reference. Double the bell peppers. Uh, yep. Uh, yeah. Follow on there. A lot of good content. You can follow me on Twitter at Max David Simpson. You can follow Owen on Twitter at OJ Evans 18. You can follow that thumbs upping lad sat like he reads at Reese 11 underscore. You can follow Danielle on Twitter at Abrica Danielle. Um, listen guys, um, this is a fun run. We never know how long these things last. Really got to soak it up. Um, this could be the last game yeah. of this season where that logo under know, there is right relevance. So <clears throat> I got to uh, got to quote my man, Sean DePaz. He's no longer with us. He's very much alive. I just want to throw that you, out there. You but tried to uh... kill him, Max. You tried to kill no, him. Contest, contest. You put, you put stuff he's allergic to on his desk. It was completely, it was completely covered. You again. tried to kill him. Ale, ale, he came ale. on the show. He ale, came on the ale, show ale. and said that you tried to kill him. He did say that. He said it's true. You tried to kill him. Don't invoke his name when well, you did that. Just like Phoenix Rising. I've killed that moment for you now, haven't I? Got the killer instinct. I absolutely killed I was, that moment. I was, I, was, I, was really, I was really building up to something. Anything. All right, but go on, go on. Do it, do it, do it then. Do it then, you Max. Can, you, you can't kill my vibe over here. As, uh, as uh, the Sean DePaz, who is no longer with us, but still very much alive, has says, it's a beautiful game, but it's way more beautiful when you're in the fucking yard!